the Pirates are going to be in for a strange and somewhat unpredictable 2021. Of that, I have no doubt. But I never would have foreseen that at any point through the calendar year, Brian Reynolds would have an edge to him. But he did yesterday, and I still can't believe it. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates, the last one. I'm back home from Bradenton, Florida, and a week of coverage uh, for our website and obviously for these podcasts as well. And there were a lot of things that I liked about the team's business-like approach for a group that's as young as this one is. There wasn't a whole lot of playtime or silliness or anything like that. Reynolds is always, he smiles easily, but he's also a serious type. He's not the kind that's going to get goofy on you. But I never seen or heard him sound irritated with anything. This is Joe Cool. This This is the kid with the Johnny Cash deep voice who also happens to be an actual Johnny Cash fan who's got that cool about him. But let me tell you that yesterday was the first time that he was made available to us at Pirate City. And I was kind of wondering why it was taking so long because Reynolds is obviously going to be a pretty important figure in this team's immediate and ideally longer-term future. Then I found out why, because the session started with me asking Reynolds a question about his level of confidence, not only in the Pirates' ability to produce offense, but also his own, because of his hugely dramatic drop-off from 2019 to 2020. And he answered it kind of okay. Then he was asked another question where you could tell that there was a dissatisfaction, and understandably, with some components of the answer he gave me, because it was his response, he chose to make it mostly about the team. So then he kind of explained himself. The next question comes along, and it's it's about, well, what's he going to do to fix it? What are the different things that he can do? So he talked about some of the things that he's going through in his workouts and everything else here. Fourth question comes, and it's from an MLB.com writer out of town who was filling in for the MLB.com writer who covers the Pirates on a regular basis, and the question comes in, you're going to think I'm making this up, (laughs) yeah, but Brian, why was the season so bad, and I'm just only a little bit exaggerating the enunciation on those last two words. So bad. And Reynolds kind of looks off to the side, presumably at somebody from Pirates Media Relations, and then looks back into the Zoom camera and says, well, I I think I've kind of answered that already, at which point someone from Pirates Media Relations comes in and says, hey, 
you know, does anybody have any questions about something other than 2020? Which is a pretty rare interjection, I should add. That sort of thing doesn't happen very often. But the nature of the question that came, and then seeing Reynolds, Joe Cool, getting at least a little bit irritated, watching that pulse line bounce up and down for him a little bit, was jarring for all of us because he's just not like that. Reynolds is confident in himself. I'm now going to play you his answer to my question that started all this. Brian, is your level of confidence that A, this team will hit and that B, you will hit the way you did in 2019? You say, what's my level of confidence? Yeah. Uh, I'm confident. I'm confident that we will uh, be the players we are. And you can't judge anyone on 2020, you know, a 60-game season. So we'll go out there, we'll have a full season, and we'll hit how we hit. That's who he is. He believes in himself. He believes that because he's hit all his life at every level of baseball, including the one at which he's currently employed, and he's hit at a very high threshold, in particular over that 2019 season, a full schedule, all six months, against a ton of different pitchers and against a ton of teams that had accumulated a ton of video on him and should have figured out how to beat him. So he should feel that way. I've been saying all along that although I don't necessarily expect him to be the 2019 Reynolds again, like boom, just like that, it would be asking an awful lot. I also, I saw that season, and I saw way more of that season than I saw of two months of 2020 when he never had a chance to dig out of it. He explained that he'd had primarily a lot of timing issues that were throwing everything out of whack. And because the schedule was short, he never really had a chance to fully address them. He started feeling more comfortable in September, the second month of that season. But by that time, the clock had run out. But Reynolds being mad is something that could very much contribute to a good place that he finds in 2021. I liked his demeanor through the 2019 season, but I also kept wondering, and it's something I would actually joke with him about, what would happen if and when he ever slumps? How would he be? Is he different? I don't know, because through that whole year, we never saw him slump. We would joke about that, too. Whenever... Uh, Clint Hurdle would say something like, you know, baseball is a game of inconsistency and whatever. He'd always jump in and say, not with Reynolds. And he'd laugh and he'd go, no, not with Reynolds. You're right. But then it happened. And I don't have that same feel for how reacted in t- how he reacted in 2020 because, you know, coronavirus had the locker rooms closed and everything else. We saw him on maybe two Zoom calls total the whole season. And even then, it was usually after a good game because that's how those things get arranged. And you weren't going to ask him after a three-hit game, you know, hey, Brian, why is this so bad? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, that actually happened. 
I wish nothing but the best for this kid, and I believe that it's going to happen. Uh, I, I really like him uh, both as a person and as a baseball player. I think he is going to be an integral part of the Pirates' future, but I'm going to have an awful lot of fun watching, watching how he deals with any kind of edge to his performance. When we come back, just one question. to leave one you can do so by visiting dk pittsburgh sports find the article that encompasses this podcast and leave it right there in comments this segment of daily shot is brought to you by our good friends at mike's beer bar they're located on federal street directly across from pnc park mike has more than 500 beers on tap including from more than 50 local breweries Open for business. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's Just One Question comes from Cody, who says, Good morning, DK. We all know the Pirates will be bad for two or three years. Will Derek Shelton still be the manager when the team hopefully turns the corner? I feel like he would have been informed when he took this job that there was a major build in place and he wouldn't have a winning team for a few years. Cody, this is a really... Good question, and I believe it's got a firmer answer than you might expect. I believe Shelton is going to be the manager here for a good while. History, meaning not sports history, but history history, teaches us that those who lead the revolution rarely are good at governing. And we've seen some of that in sports where the manager or coach who's brought in to shepherd a team through a rebuilding process either becomes the sacrificial lamb somewhere along the way to protect the GM or the manager gets disposed of in favor of somebody who is, you know, more seasoned at dealing with grizzled veterans and playoff runs and that sort of thing. Picture Dusty Baker here, if you will. Like, Dusty Baker's your hired gun guy if you're looking for someone uh, to take your team through the, the toughest parts of getting to winning a championship. Remember that Shelton was brought in along with Ben Charrington. So, yes, there was an understanding, A, that they were going to see – everything that they saw in 2020 and learn about the players they had, figure out which ones they would use as trade chips, or, you know, by some miracle or whatever, the 2020 team had been great, you know, adjust on the fly. <laughs> that was always going to be unlikely. Shelton and Charrington were brought in to do the same thing. Shelton has had experience, not as a manager, but as a coach, in being around playoff teams around contending teams in Minnesota and in Tampa Bay. So he's familiar with the atmosphere. He's familiar with dealing with the players and their needs in such a setting. So I wouldn't dismiss him as being the guy, you know, leading the revolution who can't govern. 
my feeling about Shelton is, A, the same as it is of almost all of Bob Nutting's employees, which is that they get a lot of rope. Uh, Bob Nutting is not quick to fire people. He is very quick and very eager to delegate. I've often described him as an over-delegator. There have been times when he's actually needed to step in and didn't. So I believe Charrington and Shelton are going to be here for a while. Um, you know, their predecessors were around, well, Neil Huntington was around for 12 years. Clint Hurdle was around for nine or eight years. Uh, that's a long time in, in any major sport. And I think once you start seeing the younger pirates, and again, I'm not talking about 2021 here. I'm talking about what, however long this takes, two, three years. As you start seeing the younger pirates start succeeding, um, not intangibly, but actually winning games and actually competing and contending, if things go according to their plan, I think you're going to see Shelton's star actually rise the same way Hurdles did in 2013, 2014, and 2015. Look, in Hurdle's first couple of years, he said a lot of the right things, but I don't know that there were all that many people who were thinking, hey, this is the guy that's going to be here for a long time. But he was. He was here for a long time, and he was here for some successes. And he stayed through them, and then he stayed beyond them. So, yes, my answer is a firm Yes, to your question, Cody. Thanks for that. Thanks to everybody uh, for the questions throughout the week while I was in Bradenton and for listening. Uh, this has been the first time that I used uh, like a road platform or being on site as a way to fuel this show. And, and it was a learning experience for me uh, along the way as well. And I'm looking forward to doing it more often, not just... Uh, on the Daily Shot of Pirates, but also with the Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins that I also do. Thanks again, and we'll be back on Monday. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.